when a lot of people increase their protein, they don't get fatter. If you just increase just your protein percentage, then you'll be eating a lesser percentage of the main sources of energy for humans, which is fat and carbohydrate. If you have four meals or even two meals, three meals, before you have your cheat meal, you're not gonna be able to binge or eat as much as you would if you just first meal of the day or in the middle of the day. I think a cheat meal has value in the sense of like, can have some value on like the brain. Yeah. Like it definitely works. It definitely gives you a surge of like dopamine and stuff, but just like anything else that has dopamine, the anticipation of getting it is more rewarding than actually doing it because after you do it, then you're like, fuck. Today we're gonna tackle food and trying to help people narrow that shit down and let's give them like actionable things to do. Mm -hmm. Like uh, how about this for example? Um, I mean, you've been doing this for a while and your situation and circumstances might be different from some other people, but like where the fuck did you start? Like what was the, what was the first thing of information that you heard talking about like protein or nutrition or the link between because you can, we can come in here and train all the time. Yeah. And we know a lot of guys that they train really hard. They have some bulk. They got some traps. They mm -hmm. might got some like triceps or they have some development here or there. But you can't really see their physique because it's yeah. covered. Because they don't really, you know, there's some, some guys that don't really ever, there's some guys that don't really ever, um, <clears throat> some guys, you know, like uh, that don't really ever get it together. Mm. You know, because they're, they're training. Like they're, they're big guys. Like it's a big guy physically. But Strong guy. It's like covered up. Right. It's a little off season. Because they don't get it all the way. It's a little through. off season work. <laughs> Polar bears. Not calling anybody out. Polar bears are the most aggressive bear on the planet. The most vicious. Now, what was, the, what was kind of the first thing you heard? And then, uh, well, then what did you implement? Well, keep talking. The man. first thing I trip. heard, if I'm being honest, I was a super training fan. <gasps> not saying this just because he's in front of me. Uh, Mark and Brian Shaw, actually, even though I'm not in the strongman at Two all. Two fat guys to get your diet advice. Yeah, yeah but, but I also wasn't that into, I was into bodybuilding, but I was, I love strength training. I love the thought of being able to, well, I thought powerlifting was eating whatever you wanted. So I was like, oh, that gives me freedom. I could be a little jacked. I'll have a little fluff, whatever. But protein leveraging and Hitting your protein macro was the first thing that I came across, and that was a little bit confusing to me because it's like one gram of protein per pound of body weight. That always confused me. Uh, or going above that, or is that necessary to put weight on? I don't know. The, but protein, the first thing I came across, and prioritizing that um, in high school. I've tried Where'd that start? Did you go and buy like whey protein? Yep, I bought here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a bunch of mass gainers. I bought every protein because I was also very gullible, and I saw all the magazines as well. I'd go to the dentist, and they have all these bodybuilding magazines, and they'd always pitch like Muscle Tech's protein, like we talked about in another podcast. And so I thought, just like everybody else, before you know about anabolics, um, you think that's the the ticket. So. I would buy all these different proteins and wouldn't get anything out of them. I'd just shit my brains out. And I would, I just, yeah, protein powder, mass gainers. I wasted a bunch of time spending money on those thinking. Instead of getting food. Yeah. It took me a while to actually start to, like, get down the fact that I need to eat real food multiple times a day to actually put weight on. But then when I did, it was great. But yeah, I think that's a start for a lot of people is they 
we'll start with like a protein powder type thing. And I think it's, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think for a lot of people, they might immediately add 50 grams of protein to their diet. I think sometimes the, stu the stomach discomfort can come from if you're lactose intolerant. Kenny's talking about mass gainers. Those usually had milk proteins in them. And uh, there was no regard for like not having lactose in the products back then. Nowadays, almost all the protein powders, in my opinion, that you buy, most of them are going to be cleaner. They're going to be easier to absorb and digest. However, it could be a shock to your system if all of a sudden out of nowhere you're getting an extra 100 grams of protein in your diet. Um, and then sometimes just eating more will really bother your stomach a lot too. But exactly what he's saying about protein, we, we know that we drill it into your head all the time, but if you can make if you can make these two changes to your diet, this can alter and change your body forever. One thing is to be protein minded and to think about protein being first. So you could still have your kind of normal diet if you're that much of a fatty and you don't really want to change, but eat protein first. There's something that's called the second meal effect where when you have protein first, it'll help you regulate the blood glucose and the sugar that comes into your body the sugar that comes from the second meal after that. So even if you did just throw down a protein shake and then have ice cream afterwards, uh, you should be able to mitigate some of the risks associated with that much sugar and stuff like that. But in general, the reason why you want a protein leverage, and here's the second reason why you need protein is to help push off a lot of those other foods and to keep you full and to keep you from You'll still have cravings, especially if you're a fat guy, those will be around for probably ever. Uh, it's just that you don't have to always listen to the cravings. It's kind of like if you wake up tired, you can wake up tired and be like, I'm so tired, I'm or, dying. You know, or you can still just drive your ass to the gym, get a warm up going and get yourself started. So the protein leveraging, the more protein that you have, it will help drive down the overall amount of energy and calories that you consume. It's been my theory for a long time. And uh, there's a recent video on what I've learned that just drilled this all the hell and really hammered this message home is that I don't think that protein really even counts against you for energy. So protein is usually counted for uh, as four calories per gram of protein. I don't think it registers as that is all. I actually think that it's a zero, but uh, there's really no actual proof of that. But there is some proof of it that when a lot of people increase their protein, they don't get fatter. If you just increase just your protein percentage, then you'll be eating a lesser percentage of the main sources of energy for humans, which is fat and carbohydrate. I agree with that. I don't think you could get fat off protein. It's carbs and fats and the mixture of those two that I've seen, I've put on extra body fat. Mm -hmm. And the, the placing of you talking about that makes me think of even when you do Maybe you're on a diet placing, like if you're gonna have some freedom, some balance, a lot of times where you place your free meal or cheat meal or shitty food is, I mean, that's helped me a lot because whenever I've done a cheat mm. meal or something in the beginning of the day, I'll not eat for three hours, I'll have more cravings, and then I'll eat another shitty meal off plan, and then I'll spiral out and feel fat and depressed. So I place it at the end of the day, where I get all my meals in, all my meals with protein, clean carbs, fats, and then the last meal, like Mark was talking about, if you have protein before you have the ice cream, 
if you have four meals or even two meals, three meals before you have your cheat meal, you're not gonna be able to binge or eat as much as you would if you just first meal of the day or in the middle of the day. Mm. Woo! You burn, man. That shit's hard. Okay, wait, I have a question too. Uh huh. Because also when I was skinny, super skinny, natural, no anabolics, um, I did the whole bodybuilding style diet, the chicken, the rice, the egg whites, um, and I didn't get shit out of it for so long. And then I started to get comfortable with like, okay, I'll add in some maybe junk food, maybe mm -hmm. like some chocolate milk or some just maybe have that base and then add whatever I want in that's calorie dense. It might not be the best food. It might be Snickers bar, something like that. But I really started to notice that I, my weight skyrocketed up and my strength went up. So, and that was your goal. At that yeah. Time. So I'm like, is there a place for maybe some shittier foods? I feel like at least for me, there was because there, I tried to increase my chicken and rice and I couldn't do it. I'd end up missing meals. But when I placed in something that tasted good, more motivating. Yeah. I, it, it worked. So I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Been through a lot of phases though. Tried well, keto. I think you uh, came from a skinnier background, so circumstances are maybe a little different. Oh yeah, that's true. For each person. I also think that when people first get into a lot of this stuff, they really lie to themselves a lot about how much they're eating. I know so many skinny guys over the years like, man, I'm eating, I don't know what's going on. I can't gain, I can't gain. And I think if you're afraid of eating fat, it's, it can be difficult to get the calories in that you need. So you might have to swap your chicken out with some steak. And uh, people aren't committed as much uh, as they probably should be to the bulk phase. The bulk phase, you might have to be accepting that you're going to have a different body composition than you would uh, have you just had you just tried to stay really lean. Um, I think that that is also another big problem is there's a lot of guys that are undersized. They're like 160, 170. They've been training for a couple years and they're not really, they're not allowing themselves to, they don't have the ingredients down. You need to have sleep and you need to have certain amounts of food in order to grow. And if you're on an 1800 calorie a day diet, even if you're a smaller guy, like that's just not gonna cut it. There's CrossFit girls that have about 3,000 to 3,500 calories a day and they're shredded. I'm not saying you have to follow the same plan as them because they have a lot of muscle mass. The output of energy that they have is huge. But you wanna try to get yourself to that point. You wanna try to get yourself to where your body kind of becomes a machine and where you're burning up this energy. But without that energy, uh, guys like Stan Efferding, guys like Joe Sullivan, some of these guys that you see lifting these big ass weights or doing some of these great feats of strength, they're nothing without the food. You have to have the food, you have to have the ingredients, you have to have the sleep, otherwise you're not gonna be able to do it. And Stan is a really good example of that because I think he said he graduated high school weighing like 110 pounds or something, right? Yeah, something tiny. Something wild like that. But I see people self-sabotaging all the time with their food. The biggest game changer I think for both of us is, is protein. And so 
you have to think about where's your protein going to come from every single day. What's your meals going to look like? I, you don't leave the house in the morning without thinking about your meals. Yeah. Probably at night you start thinking about your meals for the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even if I'm rushed, I'll still make sure I have meat, rice packed so that I can at least get five meals in, four meals in. You have meat in the freezer and stuff too? At my house, yeah. You pull some meat out of the freezer. The night, Let yeah. it defrost the night before. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're fucking prepared, right? Yeah. I never, I never leave the house without food. Yeah, I always have food. What about meal prep? Do you spend time like on a Sunday and meal prep like some guys do? <laughs> yeah, in bulk. But that'll last about two-ish, three days maybe. And then I'll do it again. So yeah, I cook like a bunch of ground beef or bison. So I have some red meat, cook a bunch of chicken, cook a bunch of rice, and that's pretty much it. My fats are like MCT oil and avocado, and that's, you don't have to prep that. You just put it in the meal and weigh it out. So it's simple. It takes MCT oil long. is supposed to be like a faster acting saturated fat that is derived, I think, from coconut oil. Supposed to be a little bit faster acting uh, energy source. And so sometimes adding those fats into your diet can can be something that's helpful. It's in a lot of the Within You brand products. Kratom tea. It's in the Steak Shake. It's in the Kratom tea. Mm. It's in a lot of the stuff that we sell. Oh, yeah. I like it. Helps it. make things taste good, too. It gives it like a little bit of a creamier Yeah, just like, like finish. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I For me, I don't ever, like, I probably really shouldn't say ever. Um... But it's really rare for me to walk around with like meals. Uh, I do other things. I'll get like, I use things called carnivore crisps. I'll use uh, jerky that doesn't have any sugar in it. Um, sometimes bars. Most of the bars I have are, I might use like a Quest bar or something like that, but those are usually things I have later at night because they, they help me with cravings. Quest bar, tasty pastry, mm. some of those things. Those are all protein forward foods that I, think are in the safe zone so I eat quite a bit of them I probably have like at least one of one of those things almost every single night um, the protein bars during the day are things that are more like peanut butter and honey based or almond butter based Kai's bars uh, the other ones uh, rise I think is the other bar I don't like to get bars that have like too many ingredients too much stuff because it will it will bother my stomach um, just be con just be conscious of the amount of calories and stuff like that because yeah. you could eat three or four or five of those in a day and you could have 800 extra calories or thousand extra calories yeah and so you know just kind of pay attention to it but the ones that I eat there uh, there's five ingredients I think there's like whey protein and honey almond butter and a couple other things so try to buy stuff that's as clean as you can get it and then I think with your food, I think if you just keep it really basic, I mean, we can give you like a full on like meal plan. I think you, you sold a meal plan. I don't know if you're still selling it. Yeah. Yep. And a program, program, yep. training program, but awesome. Yeah. But I mean, the foods are easy. It's all natural foods. It's uh, you got uh, red meat, you got chicken, fish, basically any kind of meat that you can think of. When you go on the leaner side, that helps you reduce your calories. If you're somebody that's trying to be leaner. So that's when you start to think about turkey, chicken, really lean cuts of beef, 96-4, lean ground beef, things like that. If you want super lean uh, ground beef, check out Certified Piedmontese. 
the cattle are just raised differently. So a filet, a filet mignon from them or some of the other cuts of meat have almost, it has almost hardly any fat in it at all. I, was, I ate something from them the other day, a New York strip. Oh. New York strip just has like one little sliver of fat on it. So this thing had eight grams of fat and 100 grams of protein. 100 grams of protein? Yeah, it's like it's fucking mind-boggling. And so people scoff at the price of some of these things, but I've never eaten Piedmontese beef and ever had to spit any of it out. You yeah. know, good luck with trying to have that happen from the grocery store. Oh, that happens. You buy like a New York strip from there, and they're expensive at the store too, uh, but you're trying to cut it, and you can't cut it. You can't even cut through it with a knife, much less cut through it with your teeth. So It's like gum. You kind of get what you pay for sometimes. So sometimes you have to... Sometimes you got to pay the price to get the uh, higher quality stuff. Yep. And then in terms of carbs, I think you can, you can be more liberal with your carbs. You can eat more stuff, but uh, I would say, again, watch the fat calories. Oh, yeah. If, if you're going to try to eat a lot of carbohydrates. If you're not going to eat a lot of carbohydrates, then you can jack your fat calories up a bit. Yeah. Like someone that does keto. Right. Yeah, I think carbs... Well, Justin Harris was talking about, I mean, you can't really get fat if you're eating. I mean, you could get fat off carbs, obviously, mm -hmm. but I think he said something like if it comes from the ground and it's. Oh, yeah. Has a face or something like that. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Then, uh, like, I Yeah, mean, shit that you have to kill. Yeah, that's basically, <laughs> I mean, you can't really beat a bunch of protein from meat and a little bit of carbs from rice, maybe around your workout. And then maybe a little bit of fat in the beginning and end of the day. I think that's perfect setup. I think like uh, you know a cup or a cup and a half of rice is like a pretty decent amount of food. That's pretty good, and it and it will allow you to like uh, when you're trying to get your protein in, it makes it way easier. If I said here eat these two chicken breasts, and it's like I don't know 12 ounces of chicken or something, you'd be like, man, this is you bite after bite after bite. It's real dry. It's not you know just you're just not really digging it. Like this kind of sucks. But if you have it with rice, or if you have it with rice and vegetables, or if you have it with rice and just like a little bit of sauce, maybe get some of that G. Hughes sauce, the sugar-free stuff, um, goes a long way. It makes it way easier to eat. I know Stan Efferding will pour, will pour some bone broth on everything, and bone broth is um, uh, just high in protein, low fat. Again, uh, there's a price associated with some of these things, but... You know, uh, I don't have a lot of empathy when it comes to price for a lot of people because I see a lot of motherfuckers buying shit all the time that they shouldn't be buying because that's part of the American dream and it's part of the way that we live as Americans is we live beyond our means. So stop living beyond your means so much in other areas and start getting your food quality straightened out. Um, people ordering DoorDash, you know, people were losing their jobs during COVID and they're ordering DoorDash and they're complaining about money. I did a podcast with Tom Segura and uh, Tom's talking about his weight loss journey. And people are like, I can't believe he's leaving out the fact how rich he is. <laughs> I'm just like, this guy changed his lifestyle habits that he's had for the last couple of decades. And all you guys can focus in, in on is the negative thing that's not working for you right now. But it's not about cost. I mean, you will find that sometimes these things are pricier. But I figured out ways around it when I was broke. Try some intermittent fasting. You're eating a lot less food. It should fucking cost you a lot less. And then when you do pay for your food, uh, you'll have more bang for your buck in uh, buying stuff when you come out of that fast. That's a little higher quality, but you weren't buying all the other 
bullshit and junk. I think um, I want to touch upon fasting a little bit. Have you really messed around with it much? Oh yeah, I used to love fasting before I got sucked into bodybuilding. I used to fast when I was powerlifting too. Do you mess around with it at all anymore? Or yeah, just like well, does fasting till about 12 or one count? Absolutely, I think that, you know, uh, in this day and age where people are, I guess there's been some research saying people eat, I heard 12 times, I heard 16 times a, a day that people are consuming calories. So oh. any break or small vacation, when I, whenever I hear a fat guy tell me that he spent two hours in the gym, I'm like, fucking amen to that because it meant he probably wasn't eating a sandwich <laughs> during that time. Oh. So if you train two hours a day, like five days a week, that's 10 hours that you're probably not eating. Yep. But I think rather than people like looking so strongly at like fasting or intermittent fasting or thinking any of that kind of stuff is dumb or whatever, there should be some hours during the day where you're just not eating and you shouldn't feel so attached to those meals. The only exception I can think of is like a bodybuilder who has like real specific goals with a bulk or super specific goals with entering a competition and they got to kind of like listen to their coach. Yeah. Other than that, you should be able to go four hours, six hours, eight hours even of waking hours without food and be totally fine. If you can't adjust to that and you can't get used to that, then I think it's something that you should work on because it makes it super convenient. What if you did pack your food for the day and the food that you packed kind of went bad or something like that? Like you don't want to be I can go the whole day with, I can go a couple days without food. I've done it before. I've done five day fast. I've done all kinds of stuff. So I'm ready for whatever today. Cause I knew we were training. I had uh, some, what is that called? Rice, the rice cereal. Rice Krispies. Ri ri no, rice, rice and grind. Rice and grind. I had rice and grinds to the chocolate brownie yeah. flavor. Oh God. Yeah. I had rice and grind this morning because oh. I knew we were training. I had some uh, protein in my coffee yeah. to kind of get ready for the training session. But also, if you fast, it gets you away from meal prep. That's why I don't meal prep. Um, and Seema's the same way. Andrew converted to be the same way. We don't really have food with us. Um, occasionally, we do. Today, I actually do have some food with me, but that's really rare. I'm normally not carrying around Tupperware or concerned or worried about food. Yep. Yeah, I really enjoy fasting. Uh, and yeah, obviously, if you have a specific goal, even me though, I, I don't, I mean, maybe Joe Sullivan doesn't know, but I still do a fast almost, I would say every day, maybe from sometimes it's till 10, sometimes it's till one. Yesterday it was till like. You wake up and don't one, eat anything or do you have like a protein shake or something? Nope. I don't eat anything. Uh, I do cardio and also sometimes like after a cheat meal, last meal of the night, uh, I'll fast for a minute. I'll still make sure I get all my meals in because I don't want to let it spiral me, put me into bad habits where you eat a bunch of food, wake up, don't eat, then get hungry, eat more shitty food, and just start to crash out. But yeah, yesterday I fasted till about 1.30. Felt amazing. It also helps my digestion. And John Meadows actually is a big fan of one day a week doing a 24-hour fast to reset insulin sensitivity, even in a bulk. Look it up, research it. He said it, not me. Rest in peace, John Meadows. But yeah, I don't think fasting, fasting can be anabolic if you set it up right. Um, what about uh, Casey? Does he uh, Casey. 
Does he really bring food with him? He's kind of more of like... Oh, Casey's He'll shredded. have jerky. I know, he's in good shape. He'll have jerky with him and stuff, right? Yeah, he Here eats. and there. I know. I mean, he makes me. his own jerky, kills his own stuff. Yeah, I know. He told me he eats eggs in the morning, like maybe six eggs every morning before he boxes. And then after that... Probably doesn't eat until he goes home like I do. Yeah, I'll see him eat fruit and jerky. That's it. And maybe some so, One of the simplest things I've ever done uh, is eat fuck tons of protein and eat when I'm home. I'm home twice a day. I think every single person has almost exact same circumstances. Yep. People are like, my schedule's all over the place. I don't know where I'm going to be. Okay, fine. But you're home twice a day every day. You, you sleep in a bed and you wake up in a bed. Yeah. So when you get home from whatever the fuck it is that you're doing, eat a healthy meal. Yep. Before you leave your house, eat a healthy meal. Those are two opportunities to eat a healthy meal. And I, in my opinion, unless you, got, unless you got habits like Kenny, it wouldn't be good to just leave the house. It's like sending your kid off to school with, with no plan for food. You would never do that. But you send yourself out every single day without a plan. And then someone's like, hey, let's go get Chipotle. You're like, okay. It's my dad. And then you're like, oh, well, I was on a, a diet. Oh, fuck us. Yeah. And you could still diet at fucking Chipotle, but good luck. I mean, you're going to, no, those chips have like the lime on them or whatever. Like, it's not the same, yeah. Game. <laughs> it's not. Game over. Yeah. And you're just hungry after. Every time I eat Chipotle, I'm fucking still hungry you have to. You have to really be diligent with it and you have to plan ahead. Yep. The other thing is I would be like harsh on yourself with this. I wouldn't, don't ever like put yourself down about it, but um, take it as like a challenge to start to live this lifestyle and to start to do this each and every day and, and just ask yourself, like, why can't I, like, why the fuck, why can't I do it, you know? Why can't I, I know it's really hard to, like, be, like, a nine out of ten, three, four, five days in a row with your food, especially when you're not used to it, but over a period of time, your level and your, um, your standards for yourself will rise higher, 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 higher. So Stan Efferding and Michael Hearn and some of these uh, guys that you follow for fitness or even myself or even in SEMA, Andrew, our cheats aren't, they're like nothing. Like you'd, just be, you'd have so much disappointment in your heart to watch us like cheat on our diet because <laughs> it's absolutely pathetic. I might eat like two slices of pizza or a couple days ago my daughter made some cookies. I had like a spoonful of like uh, cookie dough. Because cookie dough is my fucking like, favorite thing in the world. Oh. I used to eat a whole tube of cookie dough <laughs> pretty much every day. That oh, was part shit. of the bulk when I was powerlifting. Oh my God. And so the, sta the standards over time will change. If, if I can make some of those changes, I know that other people can too because uh, I was just I was eating whatever, whenever, and I was really kind of falling into some of those, uh, falling into some of those traps. But treat yourself as if you're like an athlete, as if you're somebody. You know, treat yourself the way that you would treat uh, your own child or something. Or what about your dog? People are feeding their dogs better than they feed themselves. People will cook stuff for their dog. They'll cook up meat for their dog, and then they'll eat a frozen pizza. <laughs> it's the fucking stupidest thing in the world. And those of you that aren't feeding your dogs real meat, get the fuck out of here. Vegans. I'm, shame I'm shaming y'all. Get the fuck out of here roadkill or whatever the fuck's in there yeah that's tough. cook for your guy well my dog's little so i guess she doesn't eat that much but come on steak shake pup shake mm. 
Oh, oh. yeah, from, from uh, Starbucks, right? Yeah. Interracial steak shakes. <laughs> and, yeah. I've seen people buy uh, very, very expensive top tier foods for their dogs and they eat like shit. So, that's tough. A lot of people that Most have of the dog trainers and stuff, they're real fat. <laughs> people that love their animals are so fat. You're mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? Makes no sense. Start treating yourself better. Yeah. Well, maybe not treating yourself. Maybe that's not the right word. Yeah, don't treat yourself too much. <laughs> you protein leverage even your treats, though. Yep. That's interesting. I don't think... I haven't been able to get that down yet. When I cheat... Oh, I cheat hard. That's just because you're young. I eat I, get... I hop. Yeah. Pancakes. I don't think cheats are like I don't think cheats are valuable the way that people try to make them out to be. Joe Sullivan has an interesting uh, way of setting up cheats. He has the deflux. I'm not gonna remember. They that make either. sense if you get actually depleted, but let's face it, like most people aren't ever. Okay, yeah, that's true. Most never. people are. Yeah. Most people never get depleted. Yeah, that's true. Most people are actually never like depleted. rock bottom fucking depleted. Yeah. If you ever got depleted and then you super compensated, you feel like. You pick up a 45-pound plate, and it feels like a Frisbee. It feels like you can throw that thing across the wall. Yeah. You know? It feels like you can run through a brick wall. But most people, just most people have never gone that deep into, like, a prep or anything to feel that way. Yeah. You got to get there. Like, I ate a lot of carbs last night. I had uh, sushi. Ooh. And so there was just, like, rice on top of rice on top of rice. Soy sauce? I really didn't want to eat. Yeah, I'll have soy. I'll have so I don't use any of the other sauces, though, because those are all... Yeah. They taste good, but they're just full of fat yeah, and full exactly. of, like, seed oils and shit, so I don't fuck with any of that stuff. But I just didn't want to eat, like, a thousand pounds of uh, raw fish, so I ate quite a bit of rice, too. Um, I don't know, 250 carbs, maybe? I don't know. From that meal, 200 carbs? Yeah. Well, I was talking to... It wasn't, like, wild, but yeah. I woke up a little bigger, a little fuller today. Felt good. Yeah. I think that's another thing. I mean, it might not apply to people that don't bodybuild or want to be jacked as fuck, but a cheat meal and then more of a refeed where it's more like that, where it's cleaner. Maybe I like to do zero fats, just protein and carbs. Keep it clean. Not too clean. I could still do like, I don't know. A lot of things have zero fat, so I might do some juice with chicken and rice. I might do sushi. I might do mm -hmm. like a teriyaki bowl from some place and just focus on protein and carbs and not so much go get a burger and mm, cookies and ice cream and oh god sounds so yummy <laughs> but yeah refeed and a cheat meal are two different things okay don't get me turned on here I do think the refeed I think a cheat meal has value in the sense of like it can have some value on like the brain like yeah. it definitely works. It definitely gives you a surge of like dopamine and stuff, but just like anything else that has dopamine, the anticipation of getting it is uh is more rewarding than actually doing it because after you do it then you're like fuck. Yeah, it's like watching porn. I shouldn't have done that. You get ready to jerk off and you're about to watch porn and then And you're like, that, that was fucking yeah, filthy, that I'm shit a I piece watched. Of shit. That was I disgusting. Yeah, and then that's Why the same thing. Why does it keep getting worse and yeah. worse, the shit that that's, I'm watching? That's the same thing with the cheat meal. I eat it, and then I'm like, fuck, man, I feel like a fat Can't bitch. believe I licked their asshole. I mean, I yeah. can't believe I ate that, like that, yeah. that way. That was gross. That was that weird. That was weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But I do have some guilt when I eat my cheat meals. But it is what it is. Well, you know, can you eat it and then try to forget about it or does it set you off, you know? For some people it sets them off and then they, like most, I would say most people can't really do a cheat meal. Yeah. Because like, most of the people that are asking about cheat meals are fat. Yeah, and also. If the, yeah. When you're, here's the, some of the issues is that when you're fatter, uh, you're already demonstrating, uh, you're not able to, you're out of control. You're not very rational with your food at the moment. Also, your body, his body's going to handle carbohydrates. My body's going to handle carbohydrates way different than somebody that has 20% body fat. Way differently than somebody has 30% body fat. The leaner that you are, typically, the easier it is for your body to turn that fuel into efficient energy. I think when people are getting fatter, they have a tendency to... Um, store that energy a lot more frequently or just like their their metabolism isn't optimized and so you need to get yourself heading in the right direction first and this is why charles poliquin famously said if you're not 10 percent body fat he didn't think you should eat carbs at all <laughs> yeah. that's that's pretty radical but i think for people so that's i disagree with that statement for a bunch of reasons but uh i would say that if you don't move that much and you kind of only weight train, you don't need nearly the amount of carbohydrates that you think. You'd be shocked, you don't need near, I mean, weight training does chew up some carbohydrate, but it's not, you don't need 300 grams of carbs a day when you're 20% body fat, unless you're trying to stay that heavy and stay that big for powerlifting, I guess. Yeah, I definitely have been there when I'm a little bit too fluffy and then, you know, obviously my insulin sensitivity is shit, but I still think I need three to 500 grams of carbs every day. My physique just keeps getting duller and duller every single time I feel like I do anything. It's a lot of carbs to put in your system every day. Yeah, it just gets... You know, maybe, the maybe two or three times a week, you know, yeah, and with a lower to, carb day in between or something. Yeah, that's why I like carb cycling, because it gives you a little break and then your body kind of stays on point with how it processes or responds to carbs. Because, I mean, I love the vertical diet. I really do. But I did maybe, you know, I'm sure Stan would now tell me you should probably have cycled your carbs. But when I did something like that, that's just one base diet, mm -hmm. my insulin sensitivity would yeah. always go to shit. I'd put on extra body fat. People fuck up with the vertical diet because they usually eat too much fat. Yes, and Because Stan talks about, he talks about like, uh, one of the base meals uh, is called Monster Mash, and Monster Mash is ground beef, bone broth, and rice. But the ground beef that you use is like massively important. You use 80-20 ground beef, game over. You're gonna gain all kinds of fat because you're, you're just you're gonna overeat. It's like impossible. Yeah. You eat you eat ground beef and rice even twice a day. The 80-20 uh, ground beef, you're gonna be. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of calories with whatever else you eat for the day. Yeah. So you have to get the leanest shit possible. And in my opinion, in my opinion, most people, most people shouldn't eat ground beef because it's too fatty unless you're getting like the 96.4. And the only, I don't know, if, I don't know how many companies sell 96.4 other than Piedmontese. Not a lot. It's hard <laughs> to find. Or flank steak. Yeah. I don't know how much fat flank So you can get a, you can get a steak. You just can't get ground beef in my opinion. Yeah, you gotta be careful of like hamburgers dense. and stuff.
Yeah. Again, if you're if you're on a lower carb diet, different ball game. You can eat more fat, um, but you still have to watch your fat calories because fat has nine calories per gram. So fat has nine calories per gram. Carbs have four calories per gram. Protein has four calories per gram, but protein has something called the thermic effect of food. So it takes a certain amount of energy. It takes at least half the amount of energy they say uh, for you to have like some, you know, check out some of the stuff from like Lane Norton, some of these other people that have studied this to have a PhD in this kind of stuff. But it takes a lot of energy for you to be able to assimilate the protein. And protein, again, it's not a great energy source. So our main energy sources are fat and carbs. And if you're really on the lookout for anything and you're trying to get leaner, pay attention to how many fats and how many carbs you eat. If I was just to throw out some numbers, I would say if you're trying to like run a little bit more off of carbohydrates, you can be between 150 and 200 grams of carbs. As we're mentioning, you could cycle that a little bit if you wanted. If you're more active than just training in the weight room, you're doing jujitsu and stuff, you can probably uh, double those carbohydrates. Your fats, there's really not a lot of good reasons to go over like 100 grams of fat, in my opinion, for most diets. Unless you're on some keto diet, it might need to be a little higher. And there's never, I can't think, well, never is a strong word, but I can't think of a lot of good reasons to lower your fat below 50. I think it's like, gets to be dangerous. Yep. So you want those fat levels, male or female, you want those fat levels to be pretty good because we don't want our hormones to go to shit. And then your protein, you can fucking have at it. You can go one gram per pound, one and a half gram per, per pound. If I mean, it just doesn't really matter that much. Eat it until you're full. I think protein is a freebie. I think vegetables are a freebie, meaning I literally think you can eat as much of those things as you want. With the protein, you have to be careful that it's not accompanied by a bunch of fat because that will drive your overall energy calories up. And then you also have things like berries. Go ahead and like, go, go test it out. Be like, hey, I'll improve Mark wrong. I'm gonna smash a crazy amount of vegetables, a crazy amount of lean meats, and I'm gonna crush an insane amount of berries. All you're gonna do is probably just have some really good healthy shits, but you're not gonna gain any body fat. Yeah. I think fats, yeah, fats are super important because I was listening to, listening to a couple bodybuilding coaches and they were telling me that most of the time people have a cheat meal, they feel, or if they're depleted, they feel so good. Pull this so down good. for me. Pull this oh. down, like, because it, it, I can pull it down, but it's better. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, you look like, you know who you look like? Greg Doucette in that little gay <laughs> bike thing. Yeah, what is he always wearing? He's a Like homo. an apron? Okay, don't put that. Nah. This is anabolic. I love Coach Greg. You see but that? He does wear a weird tank top. Tank top Mike. But he is fucking super fit. He's in good shape, so maybe yep. that's why. There we go. Pull it down even more. Let's get everybody into this one. Oh, shit. All right, now I'm getting, uh, it's a little, getting a little suspect over here. Anabolic activities getting get lower. Yep. homosexual. Just get on your knees. Okay. This is very, this is interesting. It's the first time I've ever spotted somebody like this. Mm-hmm, that's what you tell all the guys. Yep. I'm gonna have to get in semen to do this. Little interracial superset. These titties are turning purple. Oh, shit. Yep. He looks like a caramel steak shake. Whoa. And I'm a vanilla, so it's technically Whoa. still interracial. Woo! Oh, that was a blowout. Yeah. 
really blew my mind on that, Kenny. Yeah, thanks. Wow. Yeah. That's a good spot to end. <laughs> Just kind of finishing up. I've kind of run the gamut in terms of like utilizing a lot of different supplements and stuff like that. Vitamins, minerals. Um, if some of the supplements out there, if they excite you, if you're pumped up and fired up about it, go ahead and try them out. But the main thing's gonna come from your foods. Um, I take some B vitamins. Um, I take uh, a K vitamin. I was doing vitamin D, but I don't really mess with that this time of year because I'm outside enough. Getting that from the sun. A company called Merrick Health helps me out. Um, they check my blood. Then they might give me recommendations. I take ZMA, which is zinc, magnesium, asperitate. I take that before I go to bed. Uh, I always have aminos in here from uh, my boy Ian Danny. Um, essential amino acids. Sometimes I'll have some cyclic dextrins in there, which is just a carbohydrate. But uh, I obviously use my own supplements. The steak shake, I'll have about two shakes a day. I'll have about two or three meals a day. Um, I use our hydration packets quite a bit, especially for things like running, uh, just to keep, keep myself hydrated. But I haven't really found, like, whether it's my supplements or anybody else's, I haven't, I've never seen someone walk through the door and I've never been like, holy fuck guys, if you see Andrew, like he's on those new supplements. You know, a Andrew, Andrew went to fucking vitamin shop six weeks ago and got vitamin A and, and fucking creatine and now mm. he's like yoked out of his mind. Like I've never seen anything like that happen. It doesn't yeah. mean that supplements don't work. It's just they're not going to have the same impact as habits, food, sleep. And just people just always want to skip over that stuff and they want to talk about steroids and supplements. Like, yeah, but what about steroids? Yeah, what about supplements? We can talk about that in a future episode and we can dive more into anabolics and what they do. Um, but for the most part, they... they they give you X bump in percentage of a boost. And then once you play that card, that card's played. It's out, it's done. You don't exponentially just continue to grow forever from it. And each person gets like different results from it. We'll talk about that in like a future episode. Cause I know oh, yeah. that's always the question that everyone has. But Kenny was shredded. Kenny was shredded. He was in good shape before he ever tried anything. Um, I, I don't know how good it does us to say it because you are like, Oh, well, you guys are probably on in the pictures that you have when you're saying that you're a natural. Nope, I wasn't. But I was just the same thing when I was, <laughs> I was 25. And uh, I have some natty pictures and did some pretty cool things at those body weights and naturally, but people don't give a fuck. Anyway, stick to the food, stick to the habits. Anything else you want to give them uh, on the way out here? Nope, just don't fall for any bullshit as far as supplements. Get your food right, get your habits right, structure your day and your week, and uh, stick to the plan. Don't be, don't be fat, be less fat. But yeah, that's it for anabolic activities. Uh, drop a comment, leave a like, we always reply, and until next time. Later, bitches.